This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. The Buck Sexton Show. Ben, thank you for calling in. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, let's start. Do you, the boycott, LL Bean. Uh, what do you What do you think about this? And and have you ever owned some bean boots, Ben? Uh, no, I'm from LA. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> Fair enough. Of, of of any sort, I am I'm about as as white collar as it comes. But all that said. Uh, you know, these boycotts always fail. They're always a big mistake by the left. They tend to generate reverse boycotts from, from the right. Chick-fil-A found this out. It's, it's pretty amazing how, how often the left tries to declare boycotts on things, and they, and they just fall apart. And as far as Trump saying go by L.L. Bean, totally within, his, totally within his rights to do that. I mean, the whole reason for the boycott on L.L. Bean is because L.L. Bean's founder supported Trump. So if he says go out and buy some L.L. Bean booths, I don't see any problem with that. Also, Ben, you are uh, somebody. You're, you're another Ben who's the editor in chief of a website. There's the Ben over at uh, the uh, at BuzzFeed, not the BuzzFeed. Sorry, at BuzzFeed, who was trying to justify the decision to go ahead with that dossier yesterday. I, I just wanted your reaction to the whole, all, all the stuff, all the things surrounding the Trump dossier and, and the BuzzFeed publication of it. Well, I mean, I think that, number one, CNN and BuzzFeed are not the same outlet, and they didn't report the same thing. And attempts to conflate the two are intellectually dishonest. CNN reported that Clapper and the intelligence community briefed Trump on elements, including the dossier. Uh, That apparently was true. Clapper sort of implied that this morning. Trump has denied that. That's a different story than BuzzFeed actually spreading the memos around, spreading, spreading the dossier around without having verified any of it. I think that their, their kind of justification of it is particularly ridiculous when they say, you know, we had to put it out there so that you can verify it for yourself. I don't have a lot of sources in Putin's Russia. I don't know about you, but I, I don't have a lot of sources over there, so I'm not sure how I'm supposed to do the verification job that, that BuzzFeed and apparently dozens of other outlets weren't able to do. So. I think that was irresponsible for, for BuzzFeed to do that. It's particularly irresponsible because, you know, a few years back I did something similar and BuzzFeed smacked me for it, and I think rightly so, and I never should have run a story that was a rumor, even though I said it was a rumor. I ran a rumor. I said this is a rumor, and it turned out not to be true, and the media went nuts over this. And now BuzzFeed does the exact same thing, and it seems like half the media is divided in favor of it because it's anti-Trump. Uh, it, to me, Ben, it would be reminiscent of, or, or it, would, it would remind me of what would happen if the raw background investigation files that I, I had at TS clearance at one point, and so they talked to people. There were there were people in suits wandering around my college campus, you know, well after I graduated, asking questions. You know, hey, what did he have a fondness for glassware? I mean, all kinds of stuff. And the FBI, or not the FBI in this case, but the background investigators that did it. Uh, they compile all this stuff, and then they check it, and then there's a determination made as to whether you're suitable for a clearance or not. But it would be wildly irresponsible, for example, for somebody to just get that information, which a lot of it is from people who are exes or you know angry neighbors or a former employer that you had a falling out with, and just in, a, in an all-at-once manner share that. And lots of people in the government have that stuff out there. So it sort of reminded me of that, that there's – 
There has to, if you're going to publish rumor, if you're going to put things out there that are deeply damaging to people, there has to be something standing behind it. It can't just be, I heard this from a guy who heard it from a guy who heard it from a guy. Yeah, agreed. I think that's absurd. And, and I think that the way that the media have treated this, and I will say that, as Trump said yesterday, most media looked at this and said, we wouldn't do that. Um, but BuzzFeed defending itself by saying, yeah, we just had to put it out there. It was our responsibility to put it out there. Well, then what's the point of having a media intermediary in the first place? Why don't we just grab everything that we find on Reddit and that'll become the news? Uh, so it, it's, it's, it's foolishness. It, it also gave Trump just a massive out. I mean, I don't know if Trump, God loves Trump or he made a pact with Satan, but no politician I've ever seen has been as lucky as Trump. <laughs> Imagine if he had to go out to that press conference and the only report that was out there was the credible CNN report that the FBI had, had briefed him on his Trump-Russia ties, and then he had to answer questions about that, that would have been a far worse story for him than him being able to go out there and bash the crap out of BuzzFeed. So uh, BuzzFeed did him an enormous favor because now everybody is focused on the ridiculousness of these charges and the stupidity of BuzzFeed and putting it out there as opposed to you know the, whether, whether there's any credibility to any Trump-Russia ties whatsoever, and we have no idea on that particular score. Agree. This was a, a huge gift for for Trump handed by BuzzFeed, handed over by BuzzFeed. And, and it's something that he's exploited yesterday in that press conference. As you as you stated, CNN reported a different story than what BuzzFeed did. I, st- I have some issue with the CNN report separately from that because they're constantly getting these sources from inside either the intel community or the Senate who shouldn't be speaking about this stuff. But that's more normal journalism. Uh, they nonetheless looked really bad in that press conference. <laughs> it didn't really matter that, that what the facts were because Trump understands how it plays in the news cycle. But I want to move to uh, Daily Wire, which is the website for which you are editor-in-chief. Everyone can check out dailywire.com. Uh, I-, I watched the entirety of the Obama goodbye. You have the 15... Uh, Obama says goodbye with 15 big fibs. What were the, like, the two or three biggest fibs, Ben, that you list here on dailywire.com? Well, I mean, I, I think that the, the biggest fib of all was when he continues to maintain the terrorist organizations were unsuccessful in the United States during his presidency. I mean, he continues to trot this out, and the way he does that is by qualifying the statement. So it's, it's always, no, no terrorist organization has pursued an organized terror attack on American soil during my presidency while wearing funny hats and, and, and honking the clown nose. I mean, it's, it's like he, he, he just extends the, the requirements to fit inside this little box. But the reality is that, of course, there's tons of terror attacks on, on U.S. soil under President Obama, far more than we saw in the aftermath of 9-11 on U.S. soil under President Bush. Uh, so that, that was a fib. You know, when, when President Obama fibbed about creating this thriving economy, the weakest recovery in American history, when he talked about disarming Iran, that was a particularly egregious one. He said that he'd shut down Iran's nuclear weapons program without firing a shot. That is patently untrue. The Obama administration, apparently, according to the AP, sent 116 tons of uranium to Iran. And Iran has been pursuing nuclear weapons through through covert ties with with Germany. Apparently, um, that was reported, I think, by Reuters a few months back. So that's a bunch of silliness. When he says that he secured the right to health insurance, no, actually, he put, pointed a gun at you and said, "You need to buy health insurance, or we're going to fine you, and then don't pay the fine, we'll jail you." So yeah, it, it was it was just lie after lie. But this is the reason Obama doesn't get it. This is the reason why Americans turned against him and, and toward Trump is because he had crafted this alternative reality. That, that just doesn't exist for most Americans, where everything is hunky-dory, everything is great and grand. And he said in the middle of his speech that race relations had gotten better over the last 10 years. There's not a single poll that shows that race relations have gotten better over the last 10 years. In fact, from 2009 to 2016, race relations have worsened dramatically. I mean, there was a, a, a poll, I think, from Gallup that showed 
that about 62-63% of Americans in April 2009 thought race relations were really good in the United States. Today, two out of three Americans think race relations are really bad in the United States. He's out there talking about what a great job he did. All of this is is mostly just funny at this point because Obama has burned down his own party, and he's sitting there celebrating himself for having done all of this and maintaining the fiction that he did a wonderful job. The best gift, another gift that Donald Trump wanted, another gift would be for Obama to stick around and just criticize from the outside because he has he's sucking all the oxygen out of the room. He is lying routinely, and nobody believes what he has to say anyway. One more from DailyWire.com. I want to ask you about, I'm speaking to Ben Shapiro. He's the editor-in-chief of the DailyWire.com, uh, and that is the image of the great economic leader and why it's dangerous. I just wanted you to make the case, then people can go to your piece and, and read it in full. Sure. So, you know, Donald Trump is kind of sitting atop Trump Tower these days, and business leaders go up to the top of Trump Tower, and they meet with the, the, benevolent, the benevolent giants, and then he comes down and he says, this person has pledged to do X, Y, and Z for America, and everybody cheers. Now, listen, I'm happy that jobs are being brought back to America, but the way the jobs should be brought back to America is by the president pursuing policies that generally affect Americans well, and businesses choose to keep the businesses there, and they say, well, thanks, President Trump, for creating this wonderful business climate. Instead, what it is, is it creates this image that business people and Trump are plotting the American economy, that if, if it just that what all we really need is an active leader to push businesses into investing in America, to cajole them and threaten them. Into, into putting their dollars in the United States, and that's how the economy thrives, except for the fact that that's not true. Every time the government gets involved in bullying, cuddling, or bribing people to stay in the United States, that's actually a drag on the American economy, and it lends credence to the idea that the government is really in control of the economy or should be in control of the economy. It also creates this perverse cycle where business people go to the president. The president says, I'd like for you to invest. They say, okay, sure, we'll invest. Everybody's happy. Then later, when there's a recession, the politician says, listen, I told those people they should have invested more. And the business people say, yeah, I guess we really screwed the pooch on that one. And the American people blame business and then give more power to government. So it's always an increasing share of government in, in the economy. That's the result of this sort of economic great leader aesthetic. And I'm, I'm just not a fan of that. Ben Shapiro is a syndicated columnist, host of The Ben Shapiro Show and The Morning Answer. He's also editor-in-chief of DailyWire.com. Go check out his site for all the latest there. Ben, great to have you with us. Thanks for joining. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 